Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Jim, this is a big day. Is this not the finale of your new favorite show, Bachelor in Paradise? I'm not sure. I'm a few episodes, I'm four episodes behind. Uh Uh-oh. Because it, it's ridiculous how much content they put out from Bachelor in Paradise. Is There's, it on twice a week? It's on Monday and Tuesdays, and I only watch it online afterwards, and each episode is an hour and 20 minutes. So somehow there's almost three hours of reality TV show nonsense a week. That you are addicted to. I do love it. And Devin Peacock, I was surprised to hear. he is He's right in uh, as well with this Bachelor in Paradise thing. He called it. He was in the studio the other day, and he called it his favorite television show, maybe of all time. <laughs> See, I'm watching it with my girlfriend, like, uh-huh. you know, making her happy, and, and I got sucked into it. I don't know what Dev's excuse is. Just loves the drama? Well, he says that the producers are savage, quote, savage, and they really hang those people out there to dry. Yeah, well, what happens is, you know, you hear these people's backstory. Like, for one example here, Taz, a guy named Clay... He broke up with his girlfriend, who was also part of Bachelor Nation. She was on one of the Bachelors before. So, like, that's like five weeks into the Bachelor in Paradise thing. He's hitting it off with this girl, Nicole. They're falling in love. Who comes to the island but his ex, Angela? (laughs) And this guy is, like, sweating. And, oh, it's so funny. Look on his face must have been priceless, Yeah, and then Nicole's all mad. She confronts her on the beach. Anyway, it's that kind of typical drama that happens Uh every episode. And then after after this week, you're going to switch over to Dancing with the Stars, right? I guess I might as well. <laughs> At this point, I'm already embarrassed. Did you hear the drama going on, Dancing with the Stars? Christy Brinkley is out. She uh, apparently broke her arm during rehearsals. Here's the, here's the moment. Let's watch the video here of Christy Brinkley allegedly breaking her arm. It was actually, the doctor said, one of the worst breaks he's ever seen. I broke both bones. They had to cut it open, put a metal plate in and some screws. So I'm a bionic woman now. Christy Brinkley sounding a little old now, eh? Well, she looks so young, and but yeah. you you got to remember she's sixty plus, sixty five, I think, and a little brittle. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> doesn't take much when you fall. It doesn't look like it, it, that intense of a, a fall, but if if what she's saying is true, she she had a pretty serious break. Some people aren't believing it. What do you mean? Like that caddy Wendy Williams. <laughs> TV show host Wendy Williams. She thinks Christy faked her arm break just so her daughter can take her place on the show. So that she'll become famous? Yeah, give her daughter a little career boost. Here's Uh-oh. Wendy Williams. Christy Brinkley, she's 65. She fractured her shoulder Aww. and her wrist practicing over the weekend. Well, that looked fake as hell. Okay, let me tell you what I see. I don't see a wrist and a shoulder being fractured, but that was real cute. Listen, here's my thought, okay? I think what Christy did was she signed up for Dancing with the Stars knowing that she put her daughter Sailor in there. Now, you know, Sailor is beautiful. Sailor is a Sports Illustrated model. But that's not as big as being a Jenner, like a Kendall Jenner. Well, she, like, by the Wendy Williams is built like a football player, so it's going to take more for her to break an arm than Christy Brinkley. Uh-huh. 
I do like the song choice, though. Uptown Girl. <laughs> That's her ex-husband. I could... Uh, is it? She was married to Billy Joel forever. How did Billy the Joel... Song, up, the song Uptown Girl is written about Christy Brinkley. She starred in the video, Oh, man. okay. I've never seen the video. Oh. Hmm. It's a great video. She stays on her feet, doesn't break anything. The whole, <laughs> the whole song makes it through. I got to see what Christy Brinkley's daughter looks like now. She looks almost exactly like Christy Brinkley. In her prime? She, she has two daughters. It's unfortunate. One of them looks exactly like Billy Joel. Oh, no. And the other one looks exactly like Christy Brinkley. Yeah. But the one who looks like Billy Joel is a very talented musician. Hmm. So what would you take, right? I'd take the Billy Joel. Yeah. The piano skills last forever. The bulgy eyes and, and the nimble fingers, <laughs> right? And the five foot two-ness. <laughs> Are you looking at Sailor there? I'm this looking is at Christy Sailor. Brinkley's she, daughter. She's a babe. Yeah, she looks like Christy Brinkley, almost yeah. identical to a to a young uh, National Lampoon's Vacation era <laughs> Christy Brinkley. But I mean, Christy Brinkley, if she did fake this, she uh, posed. She she had a fake uh, hospital shoot. She's in a bed. She's got a cast, got cast on. on. She's so committed some to it. Product uh, or like like production going on in the background here. Yeah. So if she is going to those lengths just to give her daughter a career boost, I say kudos. <laughs> that's just a that's just being a great mom. Yeah. Right? Rick O'Casey passed away on the weekend. He's the guy behind the cars and uh, obviously he was well loved, well respected in the industry because if you saw the tributes that were pouring out online they're from all the big names. Brian Adams, Billy Idol, Weezer. We were talking yesterday about how Rick produced Weezer's Blue Album, and he was a mentor to the band in their early years. Flea from the Chili Peppers. Paul Stanley from Kiss. All sending condolences out to Rick Ocasek, his family. Alyssa Milano from Who's the Boss. <laughs> you know, real who's who of rock uh, and roll. When when Rick passed, I said, what does Alyssa Milano think about this? <laughs> the Killers were big uh, fans of the cars. You can hear the influence in the Killers uh, music for sure. And it wasn't a good weekend for for aging rockers. Eddie Money passed away as well last Friday. Two tickets to everything, baby. That's the one right there, isn't it? Yeah, so that's two big rock stars from the 70s, 80s. Who passed away in one weekend and obviously people are stressed out now because you know what they say these things come in threes mm-hmm. so who's next i don't want to say anything i'm not jinxing it it's tough but there is a website called thisweek.com they put out a list of this was from a couple weeks ago actually they put out a list of rockers who are getting up there and you think about the lifestyle these guys have led or some of them have led Mm -hmm. and the booze and the drugs and the life on the road 
takes its toll. So once you're in your mid seventies and you're a rock star, you've had a pretty good run. Yeah, that's like 105 in rock star years. <laughs> it's like 105. Yeah. So uh, Bob Dylan is 78. McCartney's 77. Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel both 77. Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys 77. Mm. Mick Jagger, Keith Richards. 76 and 75, respectively. Jimmy Page and Robert Plant. 75 for Jimmy Page, 71, Robert Plant. Daltrey is 75. Pete Townsend, 74. Roger Waters, 75. David Gilmore, 73 from Pink Floyd, of course. Rod Stewart, he just, uh, he just announced this past week that he went through a private battle with prostate cancer mm. and he has come out cancer free but he's now speaking about men's cancers and encouraging everyone to get their prostate checked uh, rod stewart is 74 years old eric clapton is 74 debbie harry from blondie 74 neil young 73 <laughs> neil looks older than that he's looked 73 for a couple decades yeah. now <laughs> Elton John is 72, Don Henley 72, James Taylor 71, Billy Joel is 70, and Bruce Springsteen is still 69. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's the boss. And a few of these guys, they may live into their 90s. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's possible, but as fans, we got we to gotta brace ourselves for a, a wave. Like, there's going to be a wave of these old rockers kicking it. I, I yeah I know it's hard it's hard to tell if it just seems like it, there's going to be another waiver has it ever ended you know like it, it'll never end of 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 our favorite rock stars dying right but eventually uh, that list I just rang off those guys are going to start passing away yeah. in a much quicker succession than they have been right and it is kind of the hu- the who's who like the golden yeah. age of rock yeah I got to say though Mick Jagger, I thought he was done. When they announced that they were canceling concert dates and mm-hmm. moving stuff around because he had to have heart surgery, I, I thought to myself, this isn't good. 75-year-old men don't bounce back from, from surgery very well, but... He kind of did. He proved me wrong. <laughs> and I went and saw the show, and they were unbelievable. Yeah, so wild. maybe there's something to be said about the lifestyle that for people who aren't rock stars, contributes to an early death. It could prolong things if you have tons of money and an awesome life. <laughs> the tons of money, I think, is the most important part of the conversation, but maybe there is something. If you still have a reason to to keep going, yeah. like Mick Jagger's still touring. It's that age-old tale. It's like once your dad retires... You know, he starts slowing down right. and, you know, you just can't stop. I, I have I, some older friends who all say, I don't want to retire because everyone I know, two years after they retire, they mm-hmm. drop dead. Yeah. So just keep going. Yeah, don't stop touring. Don't stop. We need some new Led Zeppelin guys. <laughs> Get <laughs> yeah. back together, produce a new Led Zeppelin album if you don't want to die. <laughs> Otherwise, don't say we didn't warn you. A Windsor rock musician climbed the Ambassador Bridge with a banner, hung it over the side of the uh, the bridge, <laughs> and live-streamed the whole thing online, No, took pictures, and then was arrested for his publicity stunt when he climbed back down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I wonder what the... I, I got to find out who this band is and see if it's any good at all. They're called 1988, and they have a, a new new song or album called Crossfire, according to the banner that he hung off the... Like, he, he climbed up right at the peak where the sign is, the Ambassador Bridge sign, you know, the red letters yeah. you see as you approach the bridge. And he hung this thing. It looks like there's more of a walkway at the top of the bridge than I would have expected. So it's... A, a utility you know, yeah, there, is, there is a railing around the area he's in, but still, he's not a professional. <laughs> it's uh, very dangerous. He was kind of making fun of the lack of security at the bridge, which isn't a good thing. Well, I don't know if that's the bridge's fault. <laughs> You know what's stupid, Taz? I'm trying to find this guy's music or his band, and there's nothing online. Yeah. There's nothing on YouTube. There's When you Google, nothing pops up. All I could find for a band called 1988 was like an 80s cover band. Yeah. Like a hair metal cover band, and I don't think that's the same band. Anyways, it's probably a good thing, because we shouldn't reward this kind of behavior. I know, I know, but if you're going to go f- that far in a stunt, at least put something up on YouTube or yeah. Spotify. You know, what's it all for if nobody can find anything at the, about the band afterwards? He climbed the bridge wearing a sweater that said narcissist across his chest. Makes sense. Narcissist. And the uh, police agree with his sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> they say it was one of the most selfish things that someone could do. So Sergeant Steve Betteridge from the Windsor Police uh, says if he had fallen, if he had landed on a motor vehicle using that crossing, he could have easily caused the death of any occupant of that vehicle. He could have caused a motor vehicle collision or a chain reaction of multiple motor vehicle collisions. I like how the sergeant is not concerned about the yeah. the idiot who falls off the bridge. It's his, he dies, whatever. It's his fault he climbed the bridge. But it's true. You land on a vehicle from that height, you're going to kill people. Well, if you've watched any Fast and Furious movies, if you land on a car, you survive oh, because right. it's yeah. like a crash mat. <laughs> as long as you land on a car, you're going to yeah. live. As right? long as it diesel. buckles under your weight, you're good. <laughs> this guy, I don't even want to say his name, the guy who was arrested, because I don't want to give him any attention. <laughs> he did say when he got down, he's surprised that the reaction... To him, climbing the Ambassador Bridge in Windsor wasn't more media intensive. So he was disappointed that there weren't more reporters and cameras. <laughs> I did I did find uh, some of their music. Do you want to even? I'm curious if it's even any good. Should we play a clip of this guy's band? He climbed the Ambassador Bridge. Yeah. Should we reward that behavior by doing exactly what he wants and playing his music on the air, even if it is just a little sample? Go ahead. Yeah, give him a chance. Give him a chance? Look at the look at the Molly Crew documentary on Netflix. All the terrible shit they did. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Hi, FM ninety six. I say play it. You think we should play it? Yeah. Why not? Because okay. I'm hoping it's terrible so we can make fun of it even more. Hey, I definitely think that you guys play that guy's music. Taz, it's Kit calling you. Kit. If you guys are going to play something, it's got to be something good. That's my... So it could be the greatest music ever. We don't know. It could be the worst. They describe it as adult alternative pop rock or arena rock mood upbeat. Yes, totally play it. Should we play it? Yeah, it worked for the Sex Pistols. I mean, it's kind of punk rock, but the Sex Pistols didn't have any talent either, so who knows? (laughs) Online, the text messages we're getting, Jim. What are they saying? I'd say, I mean, 
20 plus texts came in and only three said don't play it. Everybody else is saying play it. Okay. Uh, Here we go. Let's do it then. The guy who climbed the Ambassador Bridge to promote his band, his name is Luke Henley. And uh, Luke's band is called 1988. What is the name of this song, Jim? Crossfire. Okay. Okay. Is this Creed? <laughs> With <laughs> arms wide open. The production quality is fine, but it's not my cup of tea for sure. Is that all we have? That's is it. That, that's, that's the, the only clip? Yeah, yeah. It's got a little, it's more of a Maroon 5-y, like a low-rent Maroon 5 kind of vibe. Headley. Oh, jeez. Emotional Headley. <laughs> Not good. Is Headley the? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to be the next no. Headley, guys. <laughs> Forgot about that. Forgot about that part. Okay, we played it once, and we will never play it again. <laughs> that is the band 1988, featuring the dum dum who climbed the Ambassador Bridge in Windsor the other day, putting public safety at risk just to promote himself. We are talking about dumb, dumb drivers. There was a car on my uh, way in this morning. I'm turning left onto King Street. It's one-way street. So I'm waiting for this car who doesn't signal, but then decides to turn right at the last minute. When he starts turning right, I start turning left into the left-hand lane, thinking that, like he should be, he's going to turn into the right-hand lane. No, he decides to uh, travel across... Uh, two lanes and and turn into my lane, cutting me off. Uh, and then I thought he was going to pull over and try and fight me. <laughs> so I quickly came into the underground garage here, and we've got some calls about dumb dumb driving. What's up? Hey, Taz. I drive trucks, so I see all kinds of stupid things. Uh huh. But but now, so are you absolutely certain this person was a guy? No. That you dealt with this morning? Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. It, it could have been a woman. It could have been a white person. It could have been an Asian person. could have been a black person. could have been a uh, Hispanic person. So, I don't know. All right. Now, the other thing you better be Why, why do you with, feel... Are, are you triggered because I said it was a guy and you don't want me to generalize and paint? Hey, guys are good drivers. <laughs> you can't say that about guys. Hey, Dad and Jim. Yo. Yo. So I heard you guys talk about the road rage there. One good way that I uh, solve it when I'm driving up the 401 to Toronto sometimes is I like to keep a chainsaw in the back of my toolbox there in my truck. <laughs> oh, when come I pull on. over on the 401, you just start her up. They drive away real quick. <laughs> Please tell me you got a personalized license plate that says Leatherface. <laughs> Thinking to get one of those Friday the 13th hockey masks, actually. <laughs> you guys could talk all day about the bad drivers in London. There are so many bad drivers in London. It's uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> What's your biggest pet peeve that you see the dum-dums doing on the road? Um, well, definitely the, the advanced green one. That's definitely a big one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, mainly is, uh, if you're going down a, a two, like a four lane 
the street, so two lanes going each way, people going slow in the left-hand lane. Mm-hmm. Usually if you're going slow, you move over to the right-hand lane. And so it's that's my biggest pet peeve, is people staying in the left-hand lane, going super slow, so then they're not even going the speed limit even. And so to get around them, you have to go into the right-hand lane and then back to the left if you're turning left. And that's, that's my biggest pet peeve. Especially I'm finding it worse on uh, the 401 now. I'm finding a lot of people are in the left-hand lane. They're doing like 105 in the left-hand lane. And usually in the left-hand lane, everyone does at least 120. I think that's that's the unspoken law, right? Mm-hmm. You got to go yeah. 120 in the lefty. At least. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm hoping with self-driving cars coming out, we're not going to have to worry about that. So eventually, there's not going to be as many people driving. It's going to be self-driving cars, and then everyone's going to move a lot faster. <laughs> and one more call here. Diz, you think I should cut the guy who uh, cut me off a little bit of slack this morning? Absolutely. You're being kind of hard on him because I think what he's doing is he's uh, he's rushing away from his girlfriend's place so he can get home before his wife wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why else are you driving around the city at 4.30 in the morning, right? Out of my way. I said I was just going for smokes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thanks, man. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.